Greetings from my veranda. Your friend Rochelle Potkar is back here. Now one of the most recursive relationship we have is with ourselves. And this self relationship lasts from birth to death in which we discover ourselves only to lose ourselves again into the great void of the unknown after death. There's so much of the relationship with the self. I might not even be able to fathom or cover its entire speculation. But we must start somewhere. Sometime before there's no time. And so I start here. Now these poems, my friends, that I've selected for you today are self-confessing. But also self-querying. And as the nature of poetry is to that of short stories or screenplays, it is even more transparent and and as transient and fleeting in size starting with my birthplace kalyan and for those of you who don't know it's a satellite town to mumbai or then bombay and when i lived there i always dreamt of coming to the city of dreams the headquarters of delusions the city of people who came from everywhere and like bees and ants industrious as ever built the city to what it is today mumbai aspirational city of freedom independence career and progress i had a very small town girl's dreams and aspirations and so we begin this first poem is called knotted inside me at the time of my birth my small town kalyan did not have a library it had no road rage few beggars one defunct traffic signal at murbad road and fewer cars horizontal buildings silhouetting the sun in shanties chawls and cottages its outline gianted and dwarfed in self-sustaining jobs of kirana walas primary school teachers factory workers dentists general practitioners cycle repair shops and a small bank let's not forget on rambag lane It was tone deaf to career ladders, six sigmas, hierarchies, MNCs, pecking orders, filled with powwalas, mamedans, Hindus, bawas, North Indians, South Indians, non-Catholics, non-Hindus, non-Muslims, non-Dalits, and non-Brahmins. The ice factory owner, the mayor, a smuggler, a customs officer, were the rich. Their bungalow gardens, terraces, compound walls. sprinted over by well-fed dogs pressing against our imagination mostly during new year's resolutions the sindhis lived in a neighbor town with plenty of gold and goods in the year of my sister's birth some of their buildings collapsed like crumbling cake in blood and crust there was one gang war in kalyan one anglo indian killed by a goan goon on a night road a gunshot running through his race history legacy and a schoolboy murdered in cold gang boy rage i with the other girls were bottom felt walking through the college corridors that was all we had before i left for the city but the town i had left behind like shoes outside a temple multiplied around me a thousand times knotted inside me 
Now friends we all talk about our families. Our families can be the most amusing dysfunctional unit or the most amusing functioning unit. But definitely the most galvanizing unit of shared realities. So I cannot leave any reading without gossiping about my Goan family. And so here is the poem for you. Gathering. My uncle had a strange habit of gathering people. Not less than 25 he would take on an outing. Like Auntie Perpetual with a breast cut who would lift her t-shirt every time to show us her story. Avo who would stand and take a piss like a giraffe. Cousin Milton who would talk about everyone's pants and panties. Uncle Kaitan who divorced his wife just before he turned blind and regretted it in hindsight. Or Aunt Bertha who loved her husband so much they still bathed under picnic showers and sagging flesh of 40 years a couple that bathes together aunt naisa who starved to look thin and ended up haggard because 1 kg less is not a year younger and aunt alice who was divorced when that was still a stigma uncle wilfred had one phrase for every occasion in lyrical konkani aimed to marginalize his opponents who had marginalized him because of his poverty my father would step further and further away from the kids cycling as he would from the circle of life and everyone's life cycles a few spare uncles would always sit on plastic chairs with the chauffeurs and gardeners inaugurating alcohol bottles aunt cassandra would be on a fertility pill counting milestones of other children and practicing her lotus-like parenting wisdom. Matilda aunt orbited around with curries, sorpotel and cutlets fried in rava and cheap sunflower oil. People relished her friendship offerings but never invited her for their parties. And the servants. Equal of equal on the dinner plates with their heads full of lice, they wore shorts and their bras outside their t-shirts. They smoked beeries, hovered around the male cousins with bronzed cricket thighs and giggled at cousin Milton until they were molested and shunted home. My auntie, uncle's wife, would be interested in every soup and its recipe. Never mind which house or hotel we were in, nothing escaped her sight. even in daily navinas angelus or rosaries the peas and the pulao born between mata and rosie the filigreed work on avo's gold bangles the salary jimmy uncle earned the marks edith brought home my uncle would cut long journey short with church mouse jokes on trains to goa with break journeys at miraj he would click pictures of dooth sagar with as much panache as uncles fred and tony beat up their wives and auntie emma stitched her husband's pocket from the opening outside so he wouldn't lend any more money every time edith topped her class there would be mayhem for all of us the other children when she got a job with a heavy pay packet my aunt searched for zeros in every person like ingredients in a soup we had neither high marks nor the money we were the barriers patrons of penury the day never belonged to us as our aunt whipped us with her blue eyed gaze in this room full of people
gathering now friends a hometown is also the place of first loves and no matter where you go love like childhood will always be innocent and simple in fact i think love is the childhood of life and so this poem biscuity love memory is images of a prepubescent boy cycling home parag milk packets in one of his arms feeding biscuits to a stray gaggle of brown dogs wagging their shins large half moon eyes kind salivating tongue his smile showed no cookie crescent as he fed them all he was my first love more than the girls the calves and canines knew his way home this small towner of a bygone bharat who found humans in animals he grew hunger in me now in this morphing super quick india his animals are holographic his love fades cookie slim into the sun of many states tastes time zones he has not one trail from work to home but 10 homes he the color of chocolate almond abdomen he found love in many cities technology girls animals in liberated women who fed off his glucose milk sugar marmalade they never grew thin over the trail of his virgin white honey the scent of shuddesi old world in new crackling wrapping always with a 30% improved marking bearing the saccharine of my bites and goose bumps he now breaks under my neurotic granular breath chai me duba hua tea dunked wafer thin milk cruxed my pickwick mari paleji tiger oreo bourbon mall shelf belgian online baked and ordered same old same new premium cream crunch love biscuity love i am taking the spectrum of love further with this last poem let's say love gets dark and mistrusting or like sand sifting and slippery what then is to be said of the beloved so this poem that was published at the poetry foundation chicago and is part of my book 4 degrees of separation transmogrified he was first a snake and was in love with her a she snake and then he molted and after he molted he was a turtle and he met another she turtle and fell in love with her when he deshelled after years he became a four-legged animal black spots sprouting over his fur and he fell for a leopard he moved this way through the jungles the savannas the deserts the skies through the oceans the air the land and beneath it changing and changing and meeting and falling in love with new she species the lovers he left behind did not change they were who they were the same they were individualistic so to speak but now they were also heartbroken and full of hate for him the one who had left in the middle of sometimes passionate love making they had no idea how it was to live so many lives in one life like him to take no breaks with rebirths from being mosquito to man sometimes evolution and progress is so fast blessings and curses are all mixed up and one transmogrified so friends that's all for today 
you will find all my books on Amazon in print and e-formats. This week is a rather busy one with invitations to talks and presentations at Flame University and IIT Bombay and an Insta Live session around my journey, its setbacks and successes with psychiatrist, counsellor and motivator Fabian Almeida of Wellsprings Counselling in a session called Bato Bato Me, Rhapsody with Rochelle, Dreaming, Doing, Delivering. You can tune in if you follow me on Instagram. So I will see you next with probably two flash fiction pieces for this busy week. Here's waving out to you from my veranda, your friend in the house, Rochelle Potkar. See you the soonest. <laughs>